All right, good day to you all. It's the Spons and Pajamas... Wow, fucking kill me, right? Uh, Spons and Pajamas <laughs> podcast, episode 29. Fantastic, sir. I know. Uh, that was Dolph, and I'm Loz, as always. Uh, welcome Hello. to the episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> fucking, I forgot we were even doing an episode today, so boy, was I unprepared. <laughs> Can you not tell? I'm still playing the Zelda in the background, so if you hear that, lol. <laughs> I need to get this wood for this fucking Alright. So uh Yeah. Any announcements at all? Any no, thing like really. that? Uh I'm proper frazzled. Last uh couple of weeks has been real busy for me and my work. Mm. Uh got some stories to come out of that later on. But um yeah, it's just been so busy that my brain's not actually really remember where the, where the fuck I am, hence why I was like, oh, I'm not even sure today was podcast day. So, uh, should we get into it then? Uh, I like this First one, topic. although you've missed a little bit out of this thing. So, woman arrested naked in a hotel plaza after attacking her husband when she was denied sex. <laughs> so, uh, I read upon this. I'm not sure where they're from, but apparently they've gone to this hotel, uh, and the husband wasn't in the mood. She was. She asked him. He said no. She got really fucking pissy. Hit him with a wine bottle, and chased him naked through the fucking hotel lobby, where she was then arrested <laughs> for assault and uh, indecent exposure. And it's like wow. Never happens in all. But it, it, I just thought it was funny and a good start to the show. Fucking say that men are crazy and do stupid things, but there's nothing like a really pissed off woman to get you going. <laughs> I mean, the fact that she's chased them through the fucking lobby for one uh, kind of says it all, doesn't it? Uh, but I thought that was funny, so I had to put that in the podcast. I was just scrolling through to see exactly where it was. It was. Uh, it was in Vero Beach Apartments. Um, not entirely sure what that is. Sounds like an American kind of style place. I don't know if you can hear this. As I said, Florida. Florida. <laughs> yeah, it did sound yeah. like an American. I can hear it. American. Fucking crazy Americans. <laughs> I don't think she was American, though. I'd want to say Canadian, but I think I'm wrong. But... Let me have a look. Let me have a look. I can roll back up now. I'll, uh... Yeah. Um... God, go, go, go. My internet's been a bit wanky today as well for some stupid reason. Uh... Uh... <laughs> yep. Alright, for some reason, I can't find it. Unless I put it in the memes. It was um, actually near the top, actually, of the um, this week. Oh, yeah, there you go, found it. Uh... Cops know the man had scratches on his face and neck. Uh... 
Oh, and she spat at the policeman as well. Oh, and yelling profanities. Yeah. She'll charge a battery as well. Lol. <sighs> Thing is, though, she looks quite cute, so obviously she's a fucking mentalist. Because mm. you, you don't do shit like that unless you have some serious issues. And I mean serious issues. Uh, oh, wow. I mean, that, that was a... Uh, that was a thing. Funny, but still a thing. You don't want a girlfriend that's going to do that. No. Not uh, really. No. Next topic. So they dropped the Sonic movie trailer uh, between this podcast and the last podcast. And holy shit, does he look. What's an abomination? What an abomination. Stupid. They've got the spin dash right, they've got his attitude right. Everything else fucking wrong. But he's got the spikes as well. But he's too tall. He's too muscly. He looks too much like a humanoid than he does a hedgehog. Um, his gloves are made of fur. Like, well, he doesn't have hands. gloves. He just has That's his hands. <laughs> uh, he has two eyes instead of one nebulous eye that blinks independently. Like he has Ooh. in the video games. He doesn't even have like a, a white fur separation. Basically, people went and did better photoshops of what he looks like. And what he can look like. And the photoshops were like incredibly like detailed and well well better than the ones that they put out there. And it's the one in the trailer that they didn't even get the sneakers right either. Where's no. the big bloody white stripe? Well he's got yeah, the red converse is what they put him in. He's a fucking <sighs> hipster hedgehog. So I it, yeah, it's just fucking stupid. Uh but after that dropped the director of it has said, hey, yeah, we've heard your criticisms and your anger over this. Uh, we're going to make some changes. And then hashtag gotta fix fast. So it sounds like they're going to take the model back to the drawing board because assuming that it's all digital media, they can pretty much just remove the digital Sonic and add a new one in. But then there's problems where um, shit is going to be um, like the sight lines are going to be wrong if they make him his proper size. Uh, certain actions won't match up with the characters. Um, and some animations might not work with the the different character. So, if it's going to come out in October, which they said it's going to, they've got a lot to do in short such a short amount of time. Which leads me on to the next little bit that I've uh, heard. And apparently this was deliberately bad. So when the, the actual movie comes out and he looks more like the traditional Sonic and it doesn't look as good or as live action good, uh, people will forgive it because it doesn't look like the abomination they've shown you right now. So it's probably like a PR stunt kind of thing. Yeah, and it's not like uh, Sonic... Like Twitter, for instance, is just a massive fucking troll at this point. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it's fucking... Oh, I am definitely fucking saving and quitting now. <laughs> I give him a 51 have... and it's like, hey, uh, I want to get married, but I need a, 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 a fucking priest. By the way, the name's going to end in son. <sighs> God. I know. So i got to go... Oh, Right, alright. I know where I need to go next. But fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But... So, I I think that that's probably what they've done. They've they've 
Give us a shit version of him. Going, ha ha funny jokes. <laughs> Bam, here's what he actually looks like. There'll be a better trailer uh, in like a month uh, or two. That was season April Fool's joke. Yeah. And it'll just be like, oh, we got you. Funny memes. That was Sonic, not Sonic. And then like the actual Sonic the Hedgehog trailer drops. It looks 15 times better than the abomination he deliberately released. He looks like Sonic the Hedgehog. He acts like Sonic the Hedgehog. Everything looks good. The other problem I've got with it would be that Robotnik is still going to act and look weird because it's Jim Carrey. Because him in the trailer doesn't look or act anything like Dr. Robotnik. But at the end of the, um, the thing he does... Okay, I just figured it out. This is a massive troll. The only thing that was real in the entire trailer was the fucking Dr. Robotnik at the end. Mm. That makes sense. Because... Otherwise, it doesn't. It, none of it makes sense. Why would Robotnik look so drastically different from what he does in the thing? Even Doctor Ivor Nickball, which was what Robotnik was before uh, the accident that turned him into Robotnik—that's canon, by the way—happened. Um, mm. He didn't have a luscious hair and a big mustache. He actually kind of looked the same. He was just skinnier. And, like, well-mannered and really polite and really well-meaning. He was the one that made Sonic Blue in the uh, in the comics. He uh, made Speed Sneakers, which is what Sonic wears. Um, and Sonic ran that fast on a treadmill that he caused an explosion, which made him aerodynamic and blue. Because he was a brown, spiky, quilled hedgehog. So, I, I just worked it out, because the fact that it glitches at the end of the trailer and shows you true Robotnik... I think that this is just them going, yeah, no, it was all, all a big joke. <laughs> we wanted you to be proper upset about it, so when we showed you the proper one, you weren't going to say, oh, it's just a shit video game movie. It actually redeem itself a bit. Mm. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I really want it to be that and not that they've made some weird body cop fucking Sonic movie that's going to be ridiculous. But yeah, I can, I can moan about this for hours, but I'm not going to. But that that like little click there was just me realizing what the fuck they've done. Because if I was going to market uh, a video game movie, and it's classically had very hit and miss with the audience over the years, what would you do? Would you do something that was universally panned and then show them the version of it later on, which looks more traditional and more like it, so that more of the fans get on side? Or do you just release the one that they you think is going to be working for the most people that might not work? Hmm. I don't. I think it's some very fucking clever marketing if they're doing it because they've been leaking like images and this like things and the fact that um, they had the meme on the site movie like website uh, Twitter of like oh can't a guy work out and he's got like a a big sign above his body and he's got like his little blue muscly legs and stuff and it's just like really. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's the thing they've always been self-aware of the problem that he didn't look like Sonic and people have been saying he doesn't look like Sonic so I think any test audience would have been negative about it because it does I, no, I don't think anyone would be like yeah that's Sonic the Hedgehog they're like well it kind of yeah. looks like Sonic what the fuck have you done so 
yeah, this is a massive, massive PR stunt that's gonna go, go, gonna go well. I love it. I love it. I, I think that when it comes out that this was just a massive PR stunt, it's gonna be the best PR stunt that Sega and the, the, the Paramount Pictures. I think it is Paramount. Yeah, because yeah, that because it there's just a whole trailer. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting ranty, and I'm getting, I'm getting like rambly about it. The whole trailer just doesn't seem like it's a real trailer. It feels like a fan-made trailer. If you feel it, if you think about it, all these like fan-made film trailers that they make, except for it had real actors in it. And it's just like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if those actors are in the film, but they have completely different roles. And they've just put them in this just to like fuck with the audience. But, right, next next question, next topic, next topic. I'm next one, you, next one, you can run on as well. Um, oh, uh, the Jericho show has now been pulled off air after a participant dies a week later. Yep. Uh, so there's been an update since then. It was indefinitely suspended um, because there was. Uh, I've read on the story. The the person who died was on there with a lie detector test for infidelity. He failed. Um, and as far as I'm aware. He was due to get treatment and stuff for like his breakdown because he was crying and he was he was visibly upset on the show. Um, but this is like a long list of things that I hate about Jeremy Kyle. He always preys on the the people who are weak minded, uh, have addictions, um, and are generally just the worst of people. Like they shag about. They have no goal in life they just like drink or take drugs all day they don't work and he goes at them about it and people enjoy that kind of trailer trash guttural fucking drain level uh entertainment i fucking hated it my ex-wife i loved it and i fucking hated it i think jeremy kyle is a cunt and i fucking won't ever deny the fact that i feel that about him He's such a dickhead. And like this is the thing, his his whole show is about preying on those people who aren't in the right frame of mind. I've not think I've seen one Jeremy Kyle show where he's not had a shout at somebody, told one of them to get a job, and there's there's not been like a very civil thing there's always been an argument there's always been some conflict jeremy carl's had a go at somebody and it's like i just don't understand that culture that people watch as you can tell i'm very fucking like i fucking hate jeremy it's, it's a bit like most reality tv shows in a sense isn't it yeah so for this guy to have died well he hung himself that's what the the, the thing they've said about it. he hung himself uh, a week later, after appearing on the tape of the show, it's never been released. It's now been confirmed by by TV. They are completely cancelling the show. They're going to work with Jeremy Kyle. I don't fucking know why he's still a cunt. Um, but the show's done. It's been going for fourteen years. Fourteen years. He's been getting the worst, of the worst on his fucking TV show, 
paying them, giving them swanky hotels to shout at them to maybe give them some help. I don't know exactly how much help they get. It's suggested that they get help if they actually do get help or not, or the level of care they get after the show ends. You uh, don't know. You don't know, really. There's there's not been much in the way of, oh, here's what it is two years later or something like that. Um, so, like, I'm I'm completely glad that they've got rid of that. But then it also, you raised a very good point when we were talking about this. Yeah, in the Discord. Um, if this gets cancelled, then other reality TV shows have to be re-looked into as well. Yeah. Especially um, Love Island. They've had, what, two suicides in the time it's been aired? And it's not been around as, as nowhere near as long as um, Jeremy Carr has. And I think that's that, going to need looking into. I think that's the thing now. And I've seen a lot of comments like, hey, what about fucking Love Island? You weren't the only one who said this. Um, so I do think that the reality TV shows, if they're going to remain on TV, they're going to radically change. Because you can't have this culture that they've got where they grab somebody because they're fundamentally broken or different, thrust them into the limelight, and then kick them to the curb when they're done with them. Because, like, was it Big Brother fucking hardly ever uh, seems to do well these days? It's still going, I think. I'll start watching Nice when I start putting celebrities into it. I was like, really? I think I watched three series and went, this is the same shit, just different dickheads. And that was the thing. They put people in who wound each other up and were des- it was designed for conflict to happen. And it's the same with Love Island. The people they put together, they're not necessarily going to make it as friends and love each other. People get kicked out of that show. I had a week where I live-tweeted the shit out of it when the celebrity one was on, when I was sat with Lara, uh, Lala watching it. And it was, I think it was celebrity one, or was it fucking, it was just, I think it was normal one actually, and these were all like people, it just one of them happened to be like a celebrity's daughter. And god damn it, it was just fucking vapid. All they do is sit in bikinis or fucking Hawaiian shirts, none of them are fat, none of them are ugly, they're all pretty boys and pretty girls. They have arguments. They fall out with shit. There might be some screwing going on. We don't know. I don't care. My tweets are just like, I don't give this shit about this. I really didn't. It was fucking funny because it was me and Lala. She loves it. She loves that kind of shit. I wish I could get her on the podcast to talk about it, but I, I, I gotta assume she's been busy uh, and she might not want to come back on still. So, um, And... She loved it, and I'm just like, they're a bunch of cunts. What the fuck are they doing on TV? Why is this a thing? Why do people enjoy this shit? And I just, I just couldn't get on with it. I just, I just couldn't get on with that sort of shit. And that's the, the, the problem is, for some people, that's their entertainment is watching other. Pretty boys, pretty girls, fucking trash, gutter, scum. Failing. Or falling out. And yeah, alright, it probably makes us feel good, but you've got to imagine what the fuck's going to go on with them personally once they're done. 
And I'm glad that reality TV has to change now. Mm. Right, this, this is going to be like the ranty edition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so can we well, can we go on to the next one? Because I don't want to carry on ranting. Uh, okay, the next one. Um, okay, there's this... Um... This 27-year-old pretended to be from the KFC head office and he gets away with it for a whole entire year and getting free KFC before he finally got arrested. Please tell me this story. <laughs> this sounds amazing. <laughs> so basically, this guy would um, he'd go to KFC in a suit. He'd all be like, you know, like really assertive, really confident, just strolling with a clipboard, walk straight to the kitchen and start taking notes. When he was asked who he was, he said, oh, I'm from KFC head office. So I'm here to do, uh, make sure everything's up to snuff. He was asking for three samples of the um of all the chicken and the chips and things like that. So he, he would he would dress up in a suit. He would arrive in a limo. You know he had he was so full of confidence that you know no one would um think would even just want to piss off the guy from HR. HR, so that's actually pretty fucking funny. All right, I just I just found a massive flaw in his in his plan. Oh, uh, go on. Then. I did find the um, link because I can't find it on my phone. So, I'm not reading the thing, just what you said. He arrived mm. in a limo. Those things aren't cheap. He didn't get free KFC. He fucking spent a lot of money on limos. Well, well, the thing is about the limo, he had a friend who had a side limo business and he played along with it as an accomplice. He had a friend who ran a side limo business. All right, that, okay, that makes more sense. I'm going to say, because if, if he did not have a, a way of getting like this limo for free... <laughs> it's it's fucking crazy. It's like when people spend like millions of pounds in development to nick one thing worth about 50 quid and it's like yeah, it might have been the perfect crime you did, but you spent so much money was it even worth it? You might as well just bought it at this point. Just find the link. Um oh, just, I let me scroll back up. I need to find this myself. Oh, okay, the link's updated. Um uh, this citation reported that a man ate a KFC for free for a year by claiming he was from the fast food college office. It's also reported that he was later arrested. This story has later been found to be actually false. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, that's a kick in the fucking balls. <laughs> but even if it was true, that'd be, that'd be fucking quite if it was true, though. Apparently, he was a South African man. Yeah. And a friend, he apparently had a, according to the article I read when I actually found it at the time, he had a friend who owned a. Actual side limo business. Uh, yeah, the man's friend was a part-time limo driver and seemed to be pretty good. Alleged accomplice to pretending man. Hmm. No, it's a shame that that's that's. Uh, uh, I mean, false. I read that. I read that. I read that earlier, and I still was saying it was true. Fuck. Oh, that I mean, if that had been real, though. Oh, you just went full on bot. That'd be brilliant. That's real. Oh yeah, he came back. Oh, yeah, that would've been great. I'll have to um edit that one before you put it out. So yeah. Okay, next one, the smoking man. I believe is your one. Okay, so this one was a bank holiday Sunday, the second one, because we've had two with me. Because yeah. Well, uh, two end of April, one beginning of May. This was the Mayday Bank holiday Sunday. So, there's like a, a gym slash restaurant slash bar pub manor 
thing up the road from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've been getting their staff quite regularly from them. And near the end of the night, uh, we've we've gone dead. Boss has stood down. He's sat drinking. I'm not far off standing down myself to have a drink. Uh, and we're there. Some of the neighbours who have uh, recently come in with their friends came in and one of them says to us, I think there's a man smoking over there. It might be a real cigarette. I'm not sure. And me and the boss are like, what? And a boss like walks over, walks past him, stops, like, looks at him, peers at him, crouches a bit. You know, like when you'd crouch to like, observe something from afar? Yes. Yeah, the angle yeah. of um, view, right? And I walk over, and yeah, there's the guy, and he's got his feet up on one of the stools. He's sat at a table with a nut pot in his pint of Carlin with a lit cigarette in his mouth. Considering the smoking ban has been at least 12 years now yeah, in the UK, that you've not been able to smoke in pubs because it's an £80 fine for us, and I think it's for them as well. I'm not really sure how it works. This motherfucker is sat there smoking a fucking cigarette like he was laid at home with his feet up and it was just like maybe, maybe he thought he was at home I think the best thing about it is it's like hey you can't smoke in here he's like what you can't smoke in here they get outside now he's like well alright okay and it's like move and he was like, and I'm like look it's an 8 quid fine if you don't and that kind of thing. He's like, all right, dickhead, to my boss. And my boss is like, did you just call me a dickhead? And I'm like, yes, yes, he did. And we kicked him out. And I think it was a thing. He must have been more pissed than we thought he was. Because he seemed to not give a shit and not even care the fact that this pub that he came in quite a few times. He's not like the first time we've seen this guy. Decided he was just going to fucking light up in the middle of the pub. And sit there. Like he fucking owned the place. It, it was ludicrous. It'd be more understandable if it was like a couple of days after the smoking ban. Because you know. Oh, you well, know. Yeah, that, habits. Habits yeah. and shit like that. But 12 years. It doesn't quite match up. Exactly. Unless he was on something else. He wasn't got all his faculties with him. I don't know, but he's been barred since because, like, not only did he call the fucking boss landlord a dickhead, his demeanor was that he just didn't give a shit anyway. And the only reason he moved out was because I told him it was an 80 quid fine if he didn't. Obviously, he wasn't prepared to pay 80 quid. But I, I just I don't get it. In this day and age, I just don't fucking get it. How fucking well that's brazen it's not dumb it's brazen somebody can be that they are sat in the middle of a pub that doesn't even have any ashtrays it's not like there was any temptation for him to smoke so basically he's just flicking his ash on the floor then what's like well no there was like a nut pot we had for nuts he was like i think he was flicking it in there Ugh. and it's just like are you fucking kidding me people are just dickheads yeah, unfortunately. 
The next one is also me. So to put this in context, it's my boss, and his customer comes up to him, and he's like, "Hi, uh, do you have any carling?" And his boss is like, "Yeah." He's like, "No, have you got any carling?" And he's pointing at the carling pump. And my boss just goes, "Yes, you're pointing right at it." And he turns around to his mates and goes, are you fucking... You told me they didn't have calling. And apparently his mates had convinced him that we didn't serve calling in the pub. Even though he stood pointing at the fucking calling pump. <laughs> and it's like, how do you... I, 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 just, I just sometimes don't know how people got to their age without something fundamentally simple of the Darwin nature taking them the fuck out because if you are pointing at a carling pump and asking if we've got any carling and the boss says yes twice to him you're going to be like oh alright then they told me you didn't and the reply would be well we do Unless you don't have it in the cellar because it's out. Yeah, well, if it was that was the case, we'd have put like a little sign on it saying "sold out." Yeah, we put a little glass on the handle. That's yeah. our um, that's our sign saying, "Oh yeah, we don't have any um." Or we'd have told them like, "When you point, have you got any car?" And, no, sorry, we've run out. Would have been the thing. But he was convinced that we didn't even sell carling by his <laughs> mates, and and he's pointing at the fucking pump. It's I don't know. It's like people don't engage the brains. Some some mates. Eh? <laughs> Fucking, I don't get it. Uh, but yeah, so that's me in the pub, pub life. <laughs> uh, so the next one, I don't understand this one. You're gonna have to talk me through this. Okay. I've not played this game. I don't. Uh, you know, you've, never, you've never played Uno. No, I'm an only child. If my parents didn't um, want to play board games, I didn't play board games. I've never properly played them okay. properly. I haven't played Uno for years, so I'm a bit, a bit blurry with the rules, but. Um, there was a global rule basically said you can stack the plus two or the plus four cards, which basically says you put a plus two card down. If they couldn't follow it, then that person on your left or right, depending which way you would play, would have to draw two cards. The whole entire idea of the game is to lose and to get rid of all your cards. Yeah. But as everyone used to play it, if if the, all the plus two and plus four cards were out in each in two, three, even four players' hands. You know, you could um, follow suit and stack them up. So at the very end, you know, if you didn't have any plus two or plus four cards, one poor sub would be drawing 24 cards. <laughs> and I remember it's actually, it's just, and the internet are losing their shit over it. And I'm like, no, even, even said to the Hasbro, uh, I think it's the makers of Uno, I say, no, you're wrong. You don't know the rules of your game that you've made. This is actually how you play Uno. You can stack these cards. And like, no, you can't. It was actually never in the rules. The thing is, though, it's in the video game rules because I watched Uno the movie where literally they were back and forward in and dropping plus cards on people and all sorts. Stacked them. I, know, but I remember seeing one tweet from so one guy saying, it's my deck, my rules. Someone's going to eat this 24. <laughs> because that means that someone who legitimately could drop this plus two or plus four, because from what I understand of Uno, if you have the same matching number or colour... Yeah, yeah, you can follow it through, yeah. Matching number or colour. So, if you had a plus two 
and they had a plus two, but you're not allowed to put that plus two on there. That fucking breaks the rule of the game because you should be able to put that plus two on. Mm. I know this is probably, they'd probably say no, there was always an exception. We never meant to have it like that. But obviously it's not been made clear because people are fucking losing their shit. <laughs> but so, so taking has very how long to announce it after the game's been released? I fuck knows. It's, it's been out fine. at least Quick twenty years. Link. Mm. I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna put Uno release date. Uh, it's like sixty. It's got to be Uno release date. Play probably seventies. Get the fuck out! Really? Got anyone? Which year? 1971. Sorry, I saw the video game. It was like 2006. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. 1971. Yeah, basically, if you put a four a plus four card, the next way must simply draw four cards and skip that turn. You cannot stack these cards. <laughs> basically, just looking through. They've even tweeted us saying, if someone puts down a plus four card, you must draw four on your turn. You can't put it down a plus two to make the next person draw six. We know you've tried it. Hashtag Uno. <laughs> and the reply would be, hashtag get fucked, probably. Mm. Oh. It's basically saying, dear, dear Uno, <laughs> that's not how you play Uno from everyone. <laughs> yeah. Dear Uno, we don't give a shit. This is hardcore rules, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh. Yeah, my deck, my rules. Someone's eating this plus twenty-four. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got their own version of Uno, apparently. Everyone's like, "It's not part of the game. Uh, you can't do that. You don't know the rules." <laughs> uh, but yeah, just. It's trying to, what else is like, um, some found, someone found out, um, recently that internet was losing their shit. It was the, um, the Goombas. Goombas, uh, oh, the Goombas of the arms, yeah. Yeah, Goombas <laughs> have arms. They just have them behind their back because it's polite. They don't like to show them. So, uh, so weird. Uh, moving. Cheers, mates. <laughs> uh, moving on now. Um, talk a bit more. Controversial, I'd say, but quite on a serious matter. Uh, Georgia makes abortion a life sentence. Um, I've, apparently, according to Skip, this might not be a, a full thing, but there are other places that do, are doing this. Uh, like Alabama and rules, stuff. Yeah. Um, apparently, the, there are some of them that are doing such a total ban on abortion that they deem it illegal for people who have been raped or have been. Um, brought about with the product of incest so if you were made pregnant from rape or incest uh you cannot be you cannot abort that child um which to be fair i think is wrong because it creates a lot more mental health issues than it does anything else because to be fair a person who was raped they're not going to want to have anything to do with that child they're not going to want to carry that child they would probably want to cut that fucker out of their uh stomach rather than carry it to term. That is how damaged people can be when something so fucking dramatically evil happens to them. 
And I, I do think that this is the God Squad again. You can't abort children of God. This is not fucking right. It's like, yeah, all right, they could put them up for adoption. That's if they want to go through with carrying somebody's forced child upon them to, to, to term. term. Yeah. I, because it's a constant nine-month reminder that they were violated. And I'm not okay with this. I, I am totally not okay with this. I, I just don't understand why they think this is a good thing. People are losing their shit, and understandably so. I can see Georgia being a fucking ghost town, because people are going to move rather than have to deal with their shit. They'll move to a place where abortion is illegal, where sh like gay marriage is legal, where all these things that the fucking Bible Belt are saying you can't fucking do, and only the diehard fanatics are going to fucking sit there until something happens in their community where they can't do with the thing they need to do. Like, somebody gets raped in the Bible Belt community. They want to have an abortion. They can't do it because we've told them it's legal. And that's going to be the thing. Then they're going to lose their shit properly, and there's going to be riots and all sorts of fucking shit. Yeah. I am so dead against this rule. It's... It's fucking insensitive, immoral, and fucking downright... It's just evil. It's kind of like dark ages, really, isn't it? Yeah. I I never would want to put anyone through that experience, and I don't think people would want to go through that experience. There's no, there's no fucking. I just, it just, I just boggles me. I don't understand why they've done this. I, I have no idea why the fuck this is such a hard topic for them. I can understand um, abortions if it was dangerous to the person or if the fetus had become so much more than just a fetus by that point. I can understand that, but the fact that they're taking off incest and rape as, as, as exceptions, it's fucking evil. Mm. I, I can understand them like, well, we don't really want you to get, like terminate this potential life. Um, but when they know where the creation of it has come from, from such a negative and potentially like damaging background i i have to feel that this is like yeah i'm so dead against this 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 is me putting my fucking foot down on this one i am not okay with this mm. i mean i'm a dad i i've been through the nine months with my ex-wife when we were still together we still loved each other and even then, she wanted to rip my fucking head off and she didn't want to have the kid. And then she did want to have the kid. And it was all over the place. And I understand that. But when it was forced upon you and you never wanted the kid and you have to carry that kid, that is where I, I totally stand with the person wanting to have this removed. Because what are they going to do? Put them in a coma for nine months, then have them cesareaned out the child and then they never had it. 
they're not going to fucking do that. The person's not going to give them nine months of their lives. Yeah, no one's going to give them nine months of their lives. And the fucking American state's not going to willingly put someone in a coma for nine months while they never have the memory of it. It's, like I said, it's the, the, the way of fixing it is more ridiculous than just letting them do it. And it's it's just yeah it's, it's evil, it's fucking evil. Shouldn't shouldn't ever ever take away the choice for people who have been forcibly uh, put upon, like molested, raped, sexually assaulted, stuff like that. They should not ever not have a choice about what they want to do with their lives. It's like give them counselling, yes. They might, they might change their mind and want to keep the child, then by all means. But they should still have the choice if they go through counselling and they still don't want it. It's... Like I said, I just... I can't. I just can't... I, I can't see what the fuck they're doing. Why the fuck this is such a thing. It's, it's just wrong. And it'll always be wrong in my idea. So, I'm going to count to five in my head, and then we're going to move on to the next story, because I don't want to carry on yeah. this fucking evil mm. little story anymore. I don't want to give it any more thing. It's me putting my foot down, saying this is fucking wrong. It should be talked about heavily, and people need to understand it's fucking wrong. <sighs> right, and count to five. Okay, there's um, been rumours of a new Mario movie. Oh, well, I, I, I kind of I jumped, jumped ahead of that. Uh, Minecraft Story Mode Season 1 is now on Netflix. I jumped ahead of it. Yeah, um, basically... popped on, wasn't it? I put it on there, yeah. Uh, I've not played it yet, but it plays like uh, a multiple-choice story kind of game. It's like not... Tell tell, basically. Yeah, but it's not like... A, I don't think you move around, and I don't think there's any quick-time events and stuff like that. It's just like... You just pick the dialogue as you go along. You pick the choices that they should do as you go along. Um, and the the this season, it's only got five episodes. Apparently, there were seven altogether in the first season. Um, this is one of the last things that Telltale did before they went shit creek. Well, um, this they're all like an hour long as well. I don't think there's any way of tying achievements or anything to it. Well, this is now the third um, Netflix interactive thing that they've done. There's a Bear Grylls one. There's the uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch interactive episode game thing. And there's this. And it's weird. So it's technically an interactive uh, film slash game. Yeah, I'm not Kinda. sure exactly how works like i said i don't know i don't know how it works is it kind of like how those old um interactive board games you used to play when you was a kid you know you have a board game you put the vhs and then you'll have that on the background with a timer then you'd have to stop playing when certain things happen on the screen kind of thing uh, yeah except for i think with that that's like that always runs the same course yeah pre-recorded vhs yeah. yeah it's like a multiple choice dvd where it just loads up a different scene depending on what you click 
and that would be the simplest way to do it. Or like you choose your own adventure books where it's like, oh, you've decided to do this. Go to page 432. And then you get like a couple of pages of dialogue and it's like, all right, you go to this one. Or, so it's got, if you come to a fork, do you take the cave, go to page 26, you take the winding route for the uh, forest, go to page 54, or whatever. Yeah, I've done one where it was a choose-your-own-sonic adventure. And it was fucking good. But um, you had to have, like, a sheet and everything for it. And it was like, so you kept track of stuff, and it's like, oh, you, you've got, like, three rings, and you've got so many continues, and... Uh, you've got tails with you, and it's like, well, if you fuck up this, you fall to your death. Um, or it's like you fall and hit the spike trap. Lose ten rings if uh, you have them. If not, you die. If you die, can't go to this page. If you have ten rings, go to this page. And it's like it was like a very big honor system, like making sure you press the right, you went to the right thing. Mm. But um. Yeah, so it's interesting to see that kind of thing come onto Netflix. Whether they'll do more in the future, I don't know. Netflix is losing like a lot of things at the moment. All the Marvel stuff's coming off it. Um, Wait, really? Yeah. Well, Disney Plus uh, service that's launching in October, November in America is going to be exclusively for Marvel stuff. Um, there's one with Scarlet Witch. There's one with Loki. Uh, shows in all of the movies are going on there. Endgame will premiere on that subscription service uh, for streaming, and like anything Marvel in the future there, because I think Rick and Morty, like the new series, they've announced that as well. Uh, adults from that, but there's no like details on if it's going to Netflix or not. Because literally, I watched Rick and Morty the day after it came out in America on so, uh, season three. And it was fucking great. But it seems like with all these new like streaming services and the fact that Netflix seems to have stagnated, people are not putting the money in Netflix anymore. And to be fair, the only thing I've got Netflix for at the moment is iZombie and uh, Star Trek Destiny. Discovery, even. Um, and now zombies finishing last series. They're not making any more. So then I'll be oh, I might cancel it until Star Trek Discovery comes back. Re-up it for that because there's nothing else I, I want to watch on there. The anime stuff's pretty good, but um, not worth eight quid a month for the anime. I could go to a dedicated anime thing, pay the same amount, and have like a hundred animes. Instead of like 15 or 20 that might not have the full series on there. So, I don't know. Well, yeah, like I said, Netflix. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. I don't understand this interactive thing. If it works, it works. Fair play. But I think at the moment they're chasing um, views. That they might not be getting anymore. Mm. Amazon Prime seems to have some really good ones on there. Uh, like I've been watching Farscape on that. Fucking love Farscape. It was a great sci-fi. Uh, I think I can watch Battlestar Galactica on there as well. They've got 
shows that they put on Prime quite a lot. I'm waiting for them to put Chuck on Prime. I'm going to just binge watch that. But, yeah. Not too impressed. I don't, I don't think I'll play the Minecraft story mode. It doesn't feel like a, a thing I want to do. But, uh, yeah, go on. Tell me about these rumours of this Mario movie. Yeah, there's uh, rumours of a Mario movie. I think there's a screenshot of a Twitter post, actually. Uh, uh, from Nintendo Enthusiast, I think it was. Uh, Detective Pikachu is breaking records and a Mario movie is on the way. If Metroid is next, Brie last in one. So, rumours are known or speculation, whichever terminology you prefer. But, I don't know. I mean, we they tried to do a Mario movie back in the 70s, 80s, I'd like to say, and that was... Um, no. Yeah, that was no. They no, had a teenage no. movie, Turtle movie back then as well, and that was also... <laughs> you're hurting me, Dolph. You're like three years younger than me. You're hurting me. The, <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers, the game, didn't come out till 85. Well, they did, a, they did a film at some point, didn't they? Yeah, like 94, okay. 95. Come on, the actual year. Early, it was like early to mid 90s it came out. Unfortunately, I don't. Hang on, we're going to fucking Google this. This is going <laughs> in my Google search, you bastard. Mario. <laughs> movie. 1993. I was eight. Dang. It was released in USA on the 28th of May. Ed, uh, John Liguazamo and Bob Hoskins. But the fact that the tweet said, like, Jake's Pikachu is breaking records and Mario movies on the way, so that's all but confirmed it, because where the fuck... Why, where the fuck would you say a Mario movie's on the way if you weren't making a Mario movie? But yeah. uh, I was just more, like, enthusiastic about the fact that Brie Larson probably wants to do a Metroid uh, as Samus, because I think it could work. She's not a bad, um, she's not a bad actor. There's apparently a lot of controversy about her that she she rubs people up the wrong way, but her acting skills are all right. She's a bit of a fucking Nicolas Cage or um, Christian Bale kind of character where she's hard to work with, but her acting's fucking on point. Uh, Captain Marvel was a competent film, pretty good, I thought. Um, she was in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World she was Scott's ex Envy Adams she was pretty good in that when she's given a chance to like just chew the fucking scenery she goes for it and it's like uh, in Scott Pilgrim she was like this very pouty sexualized I'm your ex-girlfriend but I'm not happy that you're with somebody else sort of thing so she was like very like bitchy and very at people in it. And it was good. I liked it. I thought it was fucking funny. That's the character she needed to play. Um, it also feels like if they're going to do Metroid, they can't do it like they did with other M and have her with massive amounts of side characters and stuff. It has to be quite a personal movie where it's her probably meeting two or three characters in the entire film and the rest are all like aliens and stuff. And it has to be like very suspenseful and very calm. She probably doesn't say much in the entire film. And it's all like based off 
um, her surviving and doing what she needs to do. Because it's been shown that when they put a branching story and multiple characters in, it struggles to be a Metroid game. It becomes very generic very quickly. The whole point of Metroid is it's very secluded, very... Um, it's very story driven but the story is like you are on your own and it doesn't work when they put it together with other people I mean it works like with Halo and stuff because they backed up the fact that he interacts with the people in that quite a lot they did that in the first game whereas Metroid did I don't think apart from that other M reboot they did a couple of years ago um any of the mainline Metroids, she actually interacts with anybody during the game. Apart from Metroid 2, where she drops off in the Metroid at a science lab. And that's literally like two lines of dialogue and a screenshot. That's the, like the entirety of involving herself with other humanoids. And the rest is shooting aliens and stuff like that and doing puzzles and shit like that. So, I don't know. I think it could be a tough sell to make a believable Samus movie but I I, I would give it Brie Larson to have a go at because I think she'd do it a good job but that's if they actually give a shit about making it that is Uh, so next one as well this one apparently has been oh no it's not that's not the one I'm looking at I'm looking at the one above it uh so yeah, Nintendo Switch uh, has now outsold the PS4 in lifetime sales in Japan. So, And it's been around less as well. Yeah. Uh, the, the Switch has been around for just over two years at this point. PS4 has been out for five? That's about that, I think. Yeah. And the PS4 apparently is breaking all kinds of records. And then the Switch is like, see ya, fuckers. <laughs> I own a Switch. I don't own a PS4. I don't like Sony's products. I used to when I had the original PlayStation, but there was nothing about the PlayStation 2 or subsequent PlayStation games consoles that made me want to stay with it. Also, the thumbsticks are in a fucking ri- ridiculous place. Who thought that was comfortable? Let's just jam them right next to each other in the middle of the fucking controller right down at the bottom. Who thought that was a good idea? That's why I love like the Xbox, and then by defi- by like defiant copying Nintendo's products because they put them in the same places. One high, one low, both comfortable, both where you can put your thumbs and rest them. It's just where your thumbs naturally. Yeah. It's just you know, just the natural angle of the thumbs. Yeah, the, the natural resting points for your thumbs to stay. Whereas I I tried playing uh, on a PlayStation 4 when we were at Legoland last year because they had them while you waited in the queue for like this Ninjago ride. <clears throat> and I picked up the controller, played it for like 20 seconds and then just put it back and I'm like, that feels horrible. How do people get used to that? Because you have to constantly have your hand in like a weird claw position and your thumbs have to be constantly stretched downwards. Where is the way the Xbox controls are, they're designed to be held and your thumbs rest where they should do, naturally. Even the um, N64 controller is more comfortable than the PS PlayStation controller. I, I think that was the thing as well. It's like ergonomics. Mm. 
And then say so you realise that the the front part of the N64 guitar is actually the nunchuck for the um for the Wii. Oh yeah, that's all it is. But yeah, I've literally just picked up my uh my Switch controller and I'm holding it. My thumbs are rested comfortably on the thing. But if I wanted to do the the PS the Sony way of doing it. You gotta move your thumbs horizontally and it's yeah, it. You're making like awkward. L shapes with your thumb almost. Whereas, like, you're not really stretching your thumbs that far to stick them on the control pad. They they are in like a more natural position, which means you're going to enjoy the gaming more. You're going to play with the console more. You're going to spend more time doing it. This is mm. why I was frustrated a lot with the PlayStation brand because when they first made out the Dual Shocks and that, yeah, they were revolutionary. Yes, it was fucking fun to play first-person shooters where I didn't have to fanny about with digital aiming and stuff. But even back then, it was flawed because of where they where they put them. But then they stuck with that as a don't broke, don't fix it kind of idea, and it didn't work. It doesn't work, but people stick with it because that's how they think it works. There are third party like pro controllers and stuff for the PlayStation Four, which ape the Xbox and Switch design. Or thumb placement. Mm. And you know why they have them like that? Because that's the fucking more comfortable design. Even the original Xbox Duke controller, which was a big fat fucking thing that if you had small hands, you struggled to put your hands around it. The thumbsticks were still oh, in yeah. the most comfortable position. Although the D-pad was almost directly below the left stick, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But back then, you, only, you didn't have the... Um, Left and right buttons. You had the white and black buttons above the um, ABXY, if I remember. Yeah, and then when they brought the S controller out, because I bought my Xbox original with the S controller, they shrunk it down to a more relatable 360 size controller. They put those two buttons below the A and B button. That's right. Yeah. Uh, because it was more comfortable. Then they moved the um, start and select button below the left and looks it to the left. Was it? That was the original design. They moved them to where they are now. Was the original the one more? Was the wasn't the original controller more central between the analog stick? Well, the analog stick and the D pad. Oh no, the Duke literally had. I need to get a picture of this now so I can have a look. But I'm pretty sure uh, Xbox Duke controller. Uh, yeah, so the Duke controller had a massive like Xbox brand in the middle of it. Mm. The um, the thumbsticks were in the 361 position controls. The D-pad was below, directly below, pretty much the left stick. The A, X, B, Y buttons were just above the right stick, and then down in the like the gap between the the thumbstick and the D-pad uh, with the start select. Yeah. I, I thought they didn't... I thought they moved them to the top uh, on the other one. Uh, Xbox S controller. Nope, that's the one controller. Uh, ha, here's the S controller. So what they did with the S controller is they moved them below the uh, left stick and they moved the yeah. Thumbstick more so basically it is like a prototype Xbox One uh, Xbox three hundred and sixty controller at this point. But with the um S one, they moved the 
black and white buttons below the ABXY. Yeah. And they made the ABXY buttons more, well... Well, they weren't as, like, crammed towards the thumbstick. Yeah, there's more perpendicular to each other. Literally, if you you look up Xbox S controller, the two images are an original one and then an Xbox One controller. And the design is practically unchanged apart from the start select button's been moved. Um, There's a guide button and shoulder button's on the one. The thumbstick's in the same place, the D-pad's in the same place, the... um, ABXY buttons are in the same place. It's a don't break, don't fix it, but innovate on that control. And I had that S controller, and it was fucking comfortable. And that's why I've been so happy using these 360 controllers and one controllers throughout the years, because the comfort on them is brilliant. Even when they had the big fuck-off battery pack compartment, they were still really, really comfortable. They're not that heavy, either. No, they're not. Well, the old chunky Duke one was actually quite a bit of a brick. Apparently, you can buy the Duke controllers for Xbox One. They made like a, a limited release of them. Hmm. So that's pretty cool. I enjoyed it. But yeah, so in t- to summary this little story up, Nintendo of like kicking the shit out of PlayStation. They've eclipsed yeah. Xbox by this point because unfortunately Xbox their starting run was fucking stupid. They shot themselves in the foot and they've been limping into a sprint the entire time. And PS4 just took off at a fucking dead run. And then, uh, you know, the Switch has been on the back of Sonic's back. Fucking got to go fast all the way through. Things smashing records. Apparently as well, though, the stockholders are still not happy because they're projecting not as good growth as they projected last year. They projected last year that we were going to sell, they were going to sell like, what, 20% more? And when they revised that to drop that down, Shareholders are like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you saying that? Well, there's almost some rumors that um, there are two new consoles coming. The uh, like more integrated um, controller based, so like everything's not detachable, like a budget version, like the 2DS came out. All right. uh, they're on about making like one of those, and then like um, a more pro version. Of the regular switch, and then the regular switch will like drop in price a little bit. The the smaller uh 2DS style one will be the cheaper console, and then the more hardware centric, like new 3DS kind of thing that does more and has more uh like umph to it will be the premium console. Hmm. So that sounds cool. I, I'm looking forward to all that shit. But in conclusion, fuck PS4. Ha ha ha. You suck dick. <coughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think this is the f- third room we've had now. There has been... Well, I saw the tweet of this and and they, they said it was, um, uh, quote, joking, unquote. But I don't know. Well, Basically, they- there was rumours of a new Splinter Cell game in the works. It was, an, it was, a, it was a accidentally, again, quote, announced on Twitter, but then it was then saying it was a joke, but I don't know. Well, didn't they... I would, I would really want... I would really would really love a new Splinter Cell game oh, for so this generation. So would I. Didn't they actually Cause... say, though, that when he recorded the lines, because they got Michael Ironside back as the voice of Sam Fisher, 
and he was DLC in uh, Wildlands, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Mm. He appeared in that. Um, they said then that depending on how popular that went down, they would think about it. So, having him come back and record the lines on that and doing that, they were pretty up there for with the possibility of making another game. The rumours, I, I think, are probably going to pan out as true. But for now, they have to deny it until they want to give it out as a thing. Because Ubisoft are very tight-lipped about what they do. They're not Ooh. like um, EA and Activision when stuff gets leaked, they go, fuck it, just get it out there. But as long as they bring back the original voice of Sam Fisher and they bring back um, Lambert, the guy who did Lambert's voice as well, I actually honestly forget his name. <coughs> when didn't they kill him off? They killed Lambert. Um, you get a choice at the end of Double, a- Double, 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 Double Agent. You can either kill Lambert to, co- to protect your cover or you can shoot the other guy and save him. Well, you get a choice. I think the canon ending when you get to the next game, Conviction, or what was the one? Conviction, the one where he's on the run? Uh, I never played Conviction, so I don't know the law up to there, unfortunately. I think the canon is that he's dead, because I played Conviction. That was the only real Splinter Cell that I fucking completed. Um, I'm, I'm going to look up... Uh, See, I played the first Splinter Cell. I played um, Pandora Tomorrow, Chaos Theory, um, Double Agent. Lambert? Uh... Forget the guy's name. Uh, yeah, hemorrhaging due to ballistic trauma. So he was shot. Uh, trying to find the... Was it Irving Lambert, wasn't it? I think. Yep. Or was it Don Jordan? I forget. Uh, so I'm reading the the wiki. Uh, Don Jordan, Irving Lambert was the um, well, he's commander in chief, if you like. Um, he's a mission colonel. Yeah. Director of Third Echelon Operations Coordinator. Uh, so yeah, the, as you said, the player has the option to confirm Lambert's identity for GBA. In which Lambert is killed, or confirm Lambert's co- cover, which is set free. No one wounded. Uh, if the latter choice is chosen, Williams tells Sam that he tried to recover, though no knowledge of his statement is actually the rest of the game. Uh, in Splinter Cell Essentials, Sam is captured by the NSA and interrogated over the death of Irving Lambert. And he's exp- forced to explain what really happened. So, yeah, the the canon is he died. Oh, okay, so he won't be coming back then, unless there'll be sort of um, flashbacks. Or a reboot. Yeah. Because they could just do a reboot, like they've done with Tomb Raider and stuff. Because I think that would work. It's been long enough where they could do a reboot, or they could just remaster the good games. By the first three. I think everything up to Pandora Tomorrow was good, apparently, and then after that, kind of just diving quality. So, like a reboot of that, or a, like a remaster of that would be cool. But we'll see. 
Um, It'd be nice to see a reboot or a reboot or even a um, remaster of said games. Uh, a new game? I don't know. I I want them to do I, a new game, but they I, have I, to I wouldn't mind a remaster. It. I wouldn't mind a remaster, but as long as I'm not paying like forty quid for it. Well, if they did forty quid and they gave you all three games, like oh, definitely, yeah, games. yeah. Like they do with the Spyro, you know, all three games for about 30 quid. Yeah. Definitely. But, but um, 40, think, 40, 45 game, pound for each game. Mm, no. I think with, with uh, the Splinter Cell series as well, it's been long enough that people will have largely forgotten about it. Until you mention it, and then people are like, oh shit, yeah. But not not that big a series anymore, because I didn't play Blacklist or the one after that. And I really like Conviction. So, I don't. See, I never played. I never played. I've never played the last one, the most recent one. I've not played the last two. Conviction was the last one I played, and that was uh, where you find out his daughter wasn't actually dead the entire time. The one that like pretty much drove him to begin Splinter Cell game. I think Black uh, Double Agent was the reason. Why he went in was because his daughter died. He went yeah, he's. He, yeah, he went into one more desperate mission, uh, one more um, dangerous mission. But uh, it turns out that apparently Lambert lied to him, and hmm. thought it was alive and safe. Yeah, so new Splinter Cell game. If it comes out, yay! But they'd have to do some the older games. As Master or something, just to give who haven't played the earliest. To think, um, oh, actually, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Or total reboot. But then, possibility of pissing off the fans. Is it this? The, I think it was, might have been um, Pandora Tomorrow. You, one of the first missions you're going through this sort of village, uh, village kind of thing. Then. There's no cover in this whole entire courtyard, and the only way through it is to go straight through. And you're told to stay in the light because everyone's wearing night vision. Huh. Go against complete what you're being so used to so far. Stay in this, stay in the dark, and sneaking past. You're told to go straight into the light I, and I basically like just walk that through. Subversion of the mechanic. That's cool. But um, speaking of controversialness. Maybe that the reboot will bring. Uh, guess what, Epic Games, the wonderful people that Epic have done. They've bought Psionics, the guys who did uh, the Rocket League. Rocket League, and also they worked on band, uh, band rock band. Yeah, uh, guitar. Uh, yeah, rock band. Yeah, not guitar hero. Guitar hero was never soft. Uh, Psionics was. Yeah. Uh, so it's so confusing because people are like, "What the fuck's guitar hero? What the fuck's rock band?" But. They were like really cool um, peripheral based rhythm games where you had a plastic guitar and buttons and you whacked it in time. Or you had um, drum kit. drums or a microphone. Yeah. Um, they did Rocket League, which was a sequel to a game that came out on PlayStation a while back. I can't remember what the fuck it was called. But it's the same game. Basically, uh, it's football or soccer if you're American. Uh, but with RC cars that push around this big fuck-off ball that explodes when it goes into the net. Uh, quite addictive, quite fun, but... Yeah, I couldn't get into it, I fair. It's, it's, it's fun when you play as a team, like, 
people you know because you just scream at each other. The fun is just getting like angry with each other when you fuck it up. Or you get like a proper belting like 30 yard screamer out of the back of it. <laughs> um, but long and short of it is they've said that it's not likely to remain on, on Steam now. Yeah, they've... And it's going to be exclusive to the... Um, Epic launcher. Epic <laughs> launcher. Now that they've uh, acquisitioned the studio. They've still got this thing as well. That, uh, Epic have said that if Steam gives the developers and the like producers games... Of them profit share. Well, not yeah. even that. They said if they give them a more fairer deal... They'll stop buying exclusives. They'll stop being so grabby with all these exclusives. Because... Um, but it's it's kind of dangerous game they're playing as well because how much money do you think Epic's going to have if they keep buying up exclusives and Steam kind of says, "Yeah, we'll wait." You know, you can't. You're going to have enough money eventually. Well, yeah and no because Fortnite's printing money like no, like nobody's business. Um, That's true. You've got the established classics like Unreal and. Those kind of games. Their Unreal Engine powers are shit on the games these days. Um, and I think what Steam needs to recognize is that Epic can be a really big contender to take the throne of the platform to be on. And the fact Once that- it gets all flushed and freshed out, yeah, it may well yeah. be the platform everyone's hoping for, but. I mean, that's something that people have got gripes with. It's not very fleshed out. It's very bare bones um, kind of launch does, at the moment. Does it, it does, uh, do they have a, um, like a, like a, a review forum kind of thing? So they can review no, the games. I, I don't think they do. I mean, I could load it up right now. I do have it on my computer. But it's one of those things where people are losing the shit about it. And it's just like how people did it back in the day when it's like, oh, it's not coming to... Uh, PlayStation, it's an Xbox exclusive. And people are like, well, I want to play that game. It's like, well, buy a fucking Xbox then, you pleb. <laughs> and with this, it's like, well, just buy it on that launcher. You but I want to play it on Steam. Well, tough shit. I can understand some people's, you know, uh, thought process about having multiple launches on their PC, but at the end of the day, you've got your games on a PC, it shouldn't really matter the launcher. You've not got a yeah. DY and Xbox 360 or an Xbox One to put in your PS4. It's like, oh no. Or change channels. It's just, it's already there. You just got to open a different launcher. It's like, I haven't got to pay 200 quid for a new console to play this game I really want to play. Oh, wait, I can just fucking click. Oh, there it is. It's such a dumb thing. It's such a dumb. In the big scheme of the world, this is such a slap fight, piss pant, fucking stupid schoolboy argument. And. It needs to fucking stop it. Because they're review bombing uh, Rocket League on Steam. People who've put thousands of hours into the game are like, I'm not playing it anymore because it's going to Epic Store. And it's but like, didn't they stay, um, obviously they'll still carry on supporting it on Steam, but after a certain date, you can't get it on Steam. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure as well what they'll do is they'll just be like, here, give us your Steam key, we'll, we'll honour it in the... In the Epic Store, proof of purchase. I'm assuming, yeah. Because they'll have accounts, so technically you could just go like, "Oh, well, that's 
a, a purchased account game will put it on our thing you download it but yeah no people are just losing their shit about it and it's such a non thing just mad up and fucking download another launcher you bitches like MMOs like uh, Elite and Warcraft they all have different launchers People don't like piss and moan when they have to play Overwatch through the fucking Blizzard launcher, do they? No, just I don't know. It's, it's it seems more of a you know everyone's hating on Epic. Let's jump on the boat and hate Epic with them. Yeah, it's like come on, they're not fucking EA. We've got. I had to bring them up because we've got nothing about EA this fucking. I know. Week. I was going to say EA is actually off the radar this 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 um, fortnight. Nothing really major happened with them. Yeah, they've been really quiet. No, oh, yeah, that's that lawsuit, isn't it, with the MUS bill for um, texting against kids against addictive gaming with um, uh, blue boxes. Well, oh yeah, that was a thing. Someone actually did. US senators did bring up a a proposal that loot boxes are inherently bad. But apparently, dumbass governments like ours, the UK, were like, "Well, no, it's not. It's not gambling. No, it's not at all." I mean, you can't see what you're. If you can't see what you're winning, then you're gambling. Yeah, it should be that. Uh, I I understand they could say it's not gambling if there's no money involved, but when there's money involved, that's, that's when gambling. it's gambling. Yeah, if you're using game, if you're using currency of earning game with that, which you can't buy at a premium with oh, real money, then that? that's fine. <laughs> Sorry, something on my computer just disconnected and reconnected. You got a USB thing in, or I have lots of USB plugged in. My microphone is one for one, so it just I said, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, oh fuck, what was that? <laughs> that's why I went quiet for a second. I'm like, I don't want to talk in case it just completely shat on my. Um... Thing. Like... Well, speaking of being completely shat on, <laughs> Outer Wilds goes Epic exclusive despite the backers being promised a Steam release. Right, well there's a very valid reason why. So, the game was in Kickstarter like three or four years ago. Prior... Yeah. Before to... Epic's um, birth as well. Yeah. Epic's launch of birth, shall we say. And basically, they've said that it's going to be on a platform of your preferred choice. So it's not they're not saying it's not coming to Steam. But the fact that Epic have gave them money and the fact that It's just it just be gonna be a case of it's gonna be on Epic first and then yeah. people who backed it on Steam can get it on Steam. But the the money pool they had was only a couple of hundred thousand pounds and there was like ten people working on that. That's like what, a year's salary? each of them mm. to work on this game and the game's like two or three years in development now so for them to get this money from Epic to put it on their store it's good business well yeah as it gives them uh, a, a fund injection to make it full flush now yeah so that, this is why I'm like what the fuck I don't understand why people are, are like losing their shit about this they Put it as they put it for Linux as well. They put it for Steam, I think uh, Xbox, li uh, Steam, uh, Linux, and uh, PlayStation. But they've not taken the Steam logo off the thing, even though they are now on 
uh, Epic Store as well. So this is just another thing. It's like, oh, it's it's got Epic in the fucking thing, so fuck them. And the thing is, Outer Wilds looks really fucking good as well. I like the idea that what they're doing with this. I think as the was it the same team that did um, uh, New Vegas, was it? No, you're thinking of um, Outer else? Worlds, isn't it? Yeah, or Other Worlds or something like that. Uh, Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds, it's quite similar. Yeah, just a couple of little difference. Outer Wilds game. Uh, yeah, you're thinking of. Uh, Outer Worlds, I think it was. Yeah, was... the from the from the masterminds behind um, New Vegas. Yep. Which I think was Obsidian. Yes. But Outer Worlds has got like, yeah. Apparently, you are, from what I remember, just a regular guy, like a regular pilot of your ship, and the fucking place you're on, like wrecks your ship or something and you're stranded there but they had a goal of 125,000 uh, and that was on 2015 so this was four years ago they had this money thrown at them their planned release platforms are Mac, Windows, Linux and Steam but th- this was like five, uh, four or five years ago Well, you say Windows, that's still technically Epic, isn't it? Because Epic runs on Windows and other systems. Hmm. So. Oh, also, the, you get a time in the game, so it's kind of like that minute game. So every, like, 20 minutes, the world, like, fucking resets. So. World resets. Yeah, well, the universe resets every, like, 20 minutes. But I think you can keep your gear. So it's kind of like a like a roguey kind of game then. Yeah, kind of. Esque. But yeah, so people are like really, really like angry about this coming to Epic Games, but but that cash injection can make the game much better. Yeah, I mean it's four years down the line, and it's not come out because obviously they're struggling to get that money, and then they've been given this giant cash injection. Here we go. Even here we go. I found a thing. Outer Worlds will be a timed Epic Store exclusive. Yeah, timed, so you can still have Steam if you wanted to. Yeah. But if I did, we a six month away, 12 month timed exclusive. Oh, excuse me. I'm sure that we read all your comments, and our goal is to bring the game to your preferred platform as quickly as possible, is what they said. But backers are apparently like trying to get the money back off them. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a clause in the T's and C that say you can't do that well the thing with figures well it's like you are a backer you're not um, you're not just dropping money into a crowdfunding pot and going there you go have it go you get like a small amount of revenue back apparently Mm. Um, but some people like calling it deeply disappointed Uh, they would ask a request for refund if the Steam release date was delayed by a few more than a few months uh Oh, another commenter said, deciding to deliberately give the middle finger to all backers by con- colluding with Epic is disgusting. But this is crazy, though. Outer Worlds, not to be confused with Obsidian's uh, Outer Wilds, not to be confused 
Obsidian's RPG, The Outer Worlds. Another Epic Store exclusive. <laughs> uh, doesn't yet have a release yeah. date, but it was I knew, due... I knew The Outer Worlds was an Epic exclusive. Yeah, but it apparently was due out. Uh... I think it was last month, was it? Due out this year, and it was meant to be uh, 2018, but it was delayed in December. So there was obviously they've been struggling with the money on that one. So we're to hear news about um, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, aren't we? Yeah, that what the fuck happened to that? It meant to be first quarter, wasn't it? Uh, uh, March at the latest. It was meant to be out, but we're now in May, second quarter. Well, yeah, this is we're in summer. Uh... No, we're still in spring actually. This is still uh, quarter one. So they've got to the end of this month to get it out, basically. Mm. Uh, they get saving them. I'm looking for the the game release date on the website. Because I'm on their actual website, news. Hi, hey, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. It's launching on the Epic Game Store. <laughs> Oh yes, love it. So they're such about every upcoming game, aren't they? So that means it's not going to launch on Epic, uh, on Steam or GOG. What gives? And they said, yes, Rebel Out- Galaxy Outlaw. It's going to be exclusive on Epic Store for a while. Eventually, it'll make its way elsewhere. Console releases are not tied to this. Yes. <laughs> now, next question: You're being a coy bastard. How long and don't be a weasel? from launch was the answer. <laughs> Exclusive or anti-consumer uh, anti-consumer why would you do this? In brackets view monster. Their answer. <laughs> okay so that's a little comp- complicated so our answer is long winding but bear with us. So before Valve and the 70-30 split it was pretty darn rough to be an indie both in royalty share and in terms of being able to sell things without a publisher. We can thank all thank Valve for using their leverage to make that happen. We're rushing in an area where we have now. We think it's safe to say that a large percentage of games made today wouldn't exist without it. Epic's using their leverage to push uh, that even further with an 88-12 split. That's a whole strata of developers who can survive. Uh, would we like that to become the new standard? Yes. Can that be done without leverage? No. Is some form of exclusive content required to get the momentum to make that happen yes and we're willing to get on board and make that happen the only way to get this traction is with some exclusive content we're willing to be one of those canaries in the mine shaft uh so what do we hope for this big up uh do, do, do we hope there is a big upside for us sure that'd be amazing we also hope this is the start of establishing a new standard then the next question is that just means there's more money in your pockets in brackets you monster exclamation marks uh, answer. I, I mean, yes, ideally. The new store right uh, now, though, and prospect, and that prospect is more of a long-term one, right? But we're really hoping, we really hope, and suspect that in the long run, this will be better for us financially. Uh, that's how we make more stuff and better stuff. Okay, so this is good for developers, but how is this good for que- uh, customers? Question. Still a monster. Brackets. 
These guys are fucking brilliant. I love them. Uh, from our standpoint, as customers, a curated store with more limited selection of quality games is a plus. Having the ability to share your emails with us, brackets optionally, so we can communicate directly with you is hopefully a plus for you. Competition for Steam is a plus. In the longer term, achieving Epic's goals on royalty front means developers succeeding, surviving, and making more good stuff. That's the longer play, but we still think it's meaningful. Moreover, it doesn't remove Steam or other stores from the equation. We've all got big Steam libraries and we aren't going that aren't going anywhere. Yes, this is exclusive right now, but that's sort of all bound up with the store's launch uh, and this specific point in time. And then they're asking about uh, regional pricing, refunds. <laughs> and then it goes, are you doing this because you're salty at Valve for some reason? Uh, no, we love and respect the folks of Valve. This is just an opportunity we couldn't pass up. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, so I have to have another launcher running in the background all the time. Hell no. There's like offline games, which oh, so Rebel Galaxy Outlaw is a single player game. Uh, it can be played offline without launcher. In the future, when achievements and stats come online, you will need to be logged in to benefit that. Uh, what about consoles? They'll launch as planned when they are ready to go on PS4 and Switch. It's coming to Switch. I didn't know it was coming to Switch. Ooh. Hey. Ooh. <laughs> now this is the problem I've got. Do I do I want to get it on the fucking Xbox for achievements or Switch for the fucking portability and playing it in bed? Decision decisions. It's so like, oh what? But this was the December twenty eighteen they did this like Q and A. And I'm actually glad they did. Because it certainly shows a lot more light on things where they are and what yeah, they're like, hey, look, this is the, the fucking thing we need you to see. And they're being quite transparent about it as well, though, you know, actually saying what they're doing and why they're doing it. Yeah. They were literally like, hey, we know this is going to piss you off, but we're doing it because we need the money as developers. We're Indian developers. We don't get that much money. Mm. Doing it from Steam. And... It helps other smaller developers in the future because Steam will eventually take note and push their revenue uh, split to a more fairer one, hopefully. Otherwise, Epic will become like the bigger, larger thing. And all with these massive Steam libraries will be like, well, okay, then I guess if I have to launch Steam, I'll launch Steam to play this game, but we'll all be on Epic. But um, I'm... Kind of happy that they're willing just to give people shit back and say, "Hey, look, we're doing it because in the long run it helps you guys out because we can make better content." Which I, I understand that, and that's what it should be about. It shouldn't be about cash. It should be about how they can make better content and more fun stuff for the players. I mean, there are going to be companies out there that are going to cash grab like fuck and not do that, but. Guys at Rebel Outlaw and Outer Wilds don't seem to be those kind of people. They just need no. that extra cash to make their game the best it can be. They're not Star Citizen, 
where they fucking had the game for five years and still haven't got out of fucking pre-alpha. I'm looking at you, Robinson Space Industries, you bunch of bastards. Fucking sort your game out. Robinson Space Industries. Yeah, robbing. Yeah. Bastards. Well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, the whole epic thing, I'm, this is going to be my 10 cent, and then I'm going to see if you've got anything to say, and then we'll finish up. Yeah. Um, I think that it's healthy to have this extra competition around. Yes, it's very bare bones at the moment, but that will come with time. When I first had Steam, because I had to have it with fucking Half-Life 2, it was literally, log into this, okay, you can play Half-Life 2. That's all it was. That's all Steam ever was. And then they slowly expanded on it from there. It was incredibly bare bones. You couldn't do reviews and stuff like that. Uh, moderation wasn't a thing. Uh, you know, all it did was keep your library of stuff you bought. It mm. it was incredibly bare bones. But people loved it because that's all there was back then. Now they've got all these choices for like Activision's fucking launcher on Battle Eye. They've got the, the fucking um, like an epic one. They've got the EA launcher for Origin. And people are not whinging so much about that. But now Epic's doing this and making all these exclusives. Um, and trying to push that fairness on why they're doing it. Because they've been very transparent. You've got to admit, Epic have been very transparent about what they, why they're doing it and what they're doing it for. And I, I think that they've got a very valid point for doing it and they're doing a very good job at it. Now, people are kicking off and it's just, just it's pay. It's petty that you're kicking off. Stop it. <laughs> just get on with it. Enjoy the fact that there is healthy competition in your gaming sphere on PC because it drives the developers and that to make better content. It drives the distribution networks to do better deals for you. It drives everyone to do better. If you don't, says, you stagnate. If there's no entertainment, then nothing changes. Yeah, it's the same with like EA. EA are money-grabbing fuckwits at the moment. The only thing they did good was let fucking... Um... Fuck, what's the name of the... Respawn. Mm. Let Re... I was going to say Free Radical, but they were the guys who did Time Splitters. Um... They let Respawn off the chain to make a Battle Royale game. And they did a really good job. The fact that it came up and it kicked Fortnite in the nuts. And for the entirety of Fortnite going, oh, my balls, they were the king. Okay, Fortnite slid back up there. Because... And took, and took the um, revive mechanic from Apex, but yeah. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> so bad. I'm playing Fortnite now, by the way. I'm more of I play more Fortnite than I care to admit. I've got into well, it. You play it as a shooter, not as a yeah. build a fort and blast in the back with shotty. I I play Fortnite in a completely subversive way, and it's fun doing it because people don't know how to deal with me. And it's like I I played a game earlier where they've got a John Wick event on at the moment for the third John Wick film. You know, All right. Um, and. It, the, the squad I was in, I had to mute them all because they were French and they were just loud and constantly talking. Uh, 
but it was a case of you only had like three lives and you'd respawn three times and the goal was to kill as many people as you could and get the gold coins like uh john wick had in his basement in the first film you know like the assassin's currency um, yeah and that count towards like your final score and whoever had the most or scored the most at the end won and I think I got the most coins out of our team. And I wasn't rushing people or build battling anyone. I just played it conservatively. <laughs> it was just like, I was playing like PUBG. I'm like still on top of a roof that I glided onto. And I'm just watching people fight. And because like the new weapon that they brought out, the assault rifle is like suppressed. I'm just like bipping people. I think I had like three or four kills in that session as well. So you let them waving down each other and you kind of go, pow, pow, two kills. Yeah, and it's like, bit, 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 oh, not that guy down. Bit, 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 not that guy down. Bit, 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 I took his fucking tower down. Because that's the thing as well, you, you destroy the bottom row of the tower, the rest of it collapses. And there's Pause. no, yeah, there's like, you can't build on it after that. So, I mean, that's a good mechanic I like. And I like exploiting that because people build stuff at me. But they'll like if they don't do it correctly, they'll build a ramp and then build the the like the fort on top of it. So you just take that bottom ramp out. They've gone yeah, like two or three floors up and they just fall down, and take damage. Then build a way up as hard as they can, then take the bottom ramp out so they fall to their death. Yeah, because the the mechanic I've seen people do is they build against each other. So they're constantly trying to like build and edit their own tower, and then it's whoever gets above and comes down on the other one. Is how it works in traditional like Fortnite battling, but I know for a fact that I don't have fifteen thumbs to do that. So I play PUBG style, pick my moment, wait for them to make uh, a mistake, like wait, coming down wait, to me wait more tactfully. Yeah, wait for them to come to me to take them on my level. Use on your their, terms. Yeah. Wait Ooh. for them to like if they build above me and try to come at me. I use their own building against them by like using it as cover. It's harder for them to do it when they are constantly having to build around and build these like new little offshoots of the building they're doing because they fuck up and they do and it's brilliant when they do. I once had a game of Fortnite where I won and I didn't shoot any. Well, I didn't kill anybody in the entire tree of the game. I shot at people. But I never killed them. The last two people I was racing against died to the storm. <laughs> and they were doing buildings and stuff as they were running. And it's like, I just fucking pegged it straight towards the zone. They're like building towers and shit and trying to like work their way over while they're doing this. And it's like, just fucking run. Idiots. At this point in the game, you're at the last three or four. If you're not geared up to take somebody down, you're going to go down. I've had games where I have been like outmatched by players. They've they've outpaced me, they've outshot me. And I don't mind that. But like that game I, I did that. And then I had a five kill game where I built nothing whatsoever. Not even a ramps just to get over things. Because I will build ramps and I will block stairwells off if I'm gonna be sat there a while, but I don't build a big stupid tower in the middle of a fight. I don't ever do that because I just think it's stupid and wasteful. 
Because that's what they call it. They call it build battling. And I don't build battle. I, I, I'm strategic. And my strategic like way of playing the game is don't build battle. Like, I want another game where a guy was trying to quick scope me on the Switch. Or no scope me with the sniper rifle, the heavy powered one. And I just kept getting away from him by building ramps over walls. And then, like, the last thing I did to him was just spin around and just spray him down with an assault rifle because he he just kept trying to fucking, like, jump shot, build something, jump over a ramp, shoot me. Jump over a ramp, shoot me. So I just ran at him, jumped up onto his own ramp, and shot him. And it was like, if he did just switch to, like, an automatic weapon or something else... He would have got you. He would have done me, yeah, but his own hubris, because I wasn't building, he was like, I'm going to trick shot this motherfucker. And I'm just like, no, you're not. And that's the problem is, is imagine I, that guy was imagine that guy was streaming at the time though, and he's his gun down right at the end. He'd have he, he would have gone. He, he would have gone, gone from streaming to screaming. Yeah, uh, there's plenty of like Fortnite uh, rages where people have like punched the shit out of the screens and them, or got the keyboard and snapped it in half. And it's just like why? I rage at PUBG all the time, but I don't want to fucking break things. It's too expensive. Yeah. Does you break your keyboard? Then what are you gonna do? Oh, I can't play Fortnite anymore. No Shit. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking about getting like a cheap, just knackered one, just so I can pick it up and slam it on things when I'm like pissed off. But I wouldn't ever use my actual keyboard. <laughs> it's like me. Yeah, I'm just like punching like the table and stuff. It's like uh, if I use my daftness to like brilliant effect, like the other day. I did a song in the middle of the game and I was punching my desk in time. <laughs> it was fucking great. Is that the one where you, is that the one where you earned your fucking retina? Yeah. <laughs> Flashed. Ah, my fucking retina. Did it a lot quieter than I did the other day. <laughs> then flashed. Ah, I can't see fucking anything. Da, da, da. Bam, 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 bam. And I'm right, really going to town on the fucking... Uh, key on the on the desk, not the keyboard, but it it was just. I was in daft mood, and it was just I could do it. I could just do it, and that's what I love about PUBG is, in the middle of this like, semi-realistic as you can be for a, a game about, uh, running away from a force field and shooting each other to death and being the last one standing, um. You can have these moments of just complete stupidity and daftness. Like, Dave goes out of his way to go through as many windows as he can when he goes in there. And half the time, I'll tell you that he's done it. <laughs> but, oh, it, it was fun. It was absolute fun. Uh, and I, I enjoy that sort of thing. Fortnite, I enjoy playing it when I go against people who don't realise that I'm not going to fight them in the way they want. <laughs> uh, that means that they're, they're they have to adapt yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah, they have to adapt to me. <laughs> Fight in more terms. Yeah, and I, I will say that's that was one hell of a fucking tangent, though. Holy hell. Oh yeah, I, like you said, you you let me go off on one. <laughs> that's interesting to hear. It's interesting to hear you right actually, and yeah. go off on one. Uh, I think you might need to add on the end, Lars rants. <laughs> mm. But yeah, so final thoughts. Um, I'm all for healthy competition. 
if it starts um, changing old ways into new ways, I'm all for it. But there's got to be a limit where you can say, okay, this is as far as you're going. This is as far as you're going to go. Are you going to, you know, change your distribution for uh, profit share, or are we going to have to keep doing this until you fuck your ideas up, kind of thing? Yeah. But that's the problem. It all comes down to money, okay? and how willing people are to lose money or gain money. But it'll be interesting to see what's going to go over the next couple of months. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to, uh, going to call it there. We've managed to get this to nearly an hour and forty-five. So yeah, despite it wasn't exactly many topics, yep. just a lot of ranting. Uh, if you do want to support us uh, with the things we do, you can leave us messages on the Anchor app. You can tweet at losg 985 or send at Raptor on Xbox a message. Um, if you want to support us with stuff, contact me or Dolph. And we'll uh, let you know about if you want to send us things, like review things or stuff like that. Because it'd be funny. I think. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, it would be nice to have just more than us rant about shit for an hour and a half. Say if we had like reviews or something or if you've got ideas for a section that we could put in. Like we have the like the, the stop of the story was like the, the, the top of the story. The top of the podcast was a story about the, the naked woman who fucking beat the shit out of her boyfriend because he wouldn't fuck her. You know <laughs> Those kind of stories are cool, so if you guys have got anything like that, it'd be pretty cool. Um, we do try and keep politics out of it, because it's a very touchy subject, yeah, especially that's... politics. We try and keep politics, religion, and all that stuff out. Exactly. For, for obvious reasons. You, you're going to say, you've heard my very big and very real rant about the abortion thing earlier. Yes. That was me being as raw and as unchecked as I can be without going off into a, like a wild rant about stuff. Mm. But I, I hope you found this uh, like entertaining. I hope you found like that we can have moments of real um, realness about us and real thoughts, real ideas and shit. Because we're not just like a comedic duo that do stuff about mm. the news. Mm. We're more than just gamers, like we all. Yeah. Like we all are. We all have like lives and stuff. Um. Sometimes conflict and opinions, but you know yeah. that makes us who we are. So, um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and uh, if you do like it, please tell your friends. Uh, I want to try and beat last week's last podcast record of one listen. So, uh, please share that out there. I'm going to share it as like, far and wide as I can. Uh, and we'll see you all in a fortnight. Yep. Not the game. Although I am yeah. playing it. Hmm. I like how like 29 episodes later and probably nearly a year at this point, I think it's been. Yeah, it's still the kind of a catchphrase we end with. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I'm still not 100% on the Fortnite bandwagon. I like Fortnite now, but I can see why I like PUBG better. 
but I'm not shitting on Fortnite. It's just, as bad it's as just PUBG's less car- PUBG's always always less cartoony. Yeah, it's like if I want to dick More about realism. If I want to dick about, I play Fortnite. If I want to have like a nice fun tactical time with my pals, I go PUBG because I don't play with anyone else on Fortnite. I don't have any friends on Fortnite. I don't ask for friends on Fortnite. <laughs> I like playing by myself. I like doing the solos. Unless like there's a challenge or anything that forces me to play squads and stuff. I had a top 10 finish in squads on my own. On Switch as well. Because nice. all I did was just PUBG it. So. Um, yeah. That's what's done for this episode. I'll think of a yep. witty name for it and we'll put it up. Uh... It'll be probably up by Sunday at the latest. Because I'm not playing so it tonight because I can't be fucking bothered. So I'll probably edit it tomorrow and have it up by then. So, yeah, uh, yeah thanks for coming to the 29th podcast in the Spartans in Pajamas podcast, formerly the Loz and Lala podcast. For those who are wondering where the fuck that went to. Uh, and yeah, we're going to try and get guests. I'm gonna like fight people for for getting on the the podcast, and even yeah. if we can't do it on a Thursday, or even if I just have to grab someone for ten minutes and we have them talk, we'll do it then that way as well. Slip it in at some point. Yeah, we'll we'll slide it on in there. Mm. Um, Who knows? Maybe in the future you may hear um <laughs> Miss Rapture at some point. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, she was a bit busy this evening, unfortunately. Well. Uh, so I, kind of, I don't want to actually ask last minute if it was okay to drop in because she hasn't even read any of the topics yet. So That's fine though. I mean, this is most um, good, good chunk of what gaming related. She's not much of a gamer like me or you. But... Yeah, it would be interesting to like hear her thoughts on some of the non-gaming related stuff though. Yeah, definitely. Because we are... You know, if you can try and get Lala in at the same time, they can have a little chinwag. Yeah. I, I can't, like I said, I want Lala back. No, yeah. we, are, we are talking... But like I said, that's, I'm not really good. pushed. You're not pushing it. Yeah, that's yeah. It's yeah. good that you're talking though. But it'd be, it'd be really lovely to have her back though. Yeah. Definitely. I, I mean, the podcast has definitely suffered since we've lost that third dichotomy. Person. Mm. The third, um, the yeah. third mind. Yeah, because not only would she give some brilliant insights to the podcast, she'd also no, definitely. It would also like stop me rambling and. Um, shut the fuck up. Mm. And it was funny because she loved it. She loved like having these times throw shit out there. But I know she's also busy, so I can't just say, "Hey, drop." Well, she's um, half time kind of, isn't it? So she'll be busy with uh, marking, wouldn't she? Yeah, marking, and just in general, she's busy because of school. Yeah, she's, she's a teacher. She's told us that she's so. I will try and talk to her because I've not actually talked to her. Game talking to her for. Well, I haven't since we've been talking like by messages, but I have been tempted to message her once or twice saying, "Could you please join us on the podcast?" And I just oh. don't know how to word it without sounding, you know. Do it. I just have a look. I know you two have fallen out, and that you are talking point again. I just ask her, see what she says. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't take rejection while I say anything. I mean, that's the same with me, which is why I'm not asked her yet. I've not got the the guts to ask her nicely. But um, it's because things like this trigger my anxiety, so I kind of yeah. Think, oh, I, I must admit, know. I I've had the worst anxiety until we start talking to a point where 
I'm happy that we're talking in a nice way again. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I've also invited her to the Minecraft server as well, but like I said, it's if she can get on. Yeah, to so try and clear some space for her. Put a little, um, like a little plot of land you can build on, I think. Mm. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop recording in a minute. I'm going to go play some Minecraft. Mm, I may join you. Um, but yeah, so Lola is not off the cards. We just haven't talked to her yet. It might be a thing where me and Dolph both ask her, and if she says no, she says no, says no. Just, if she says no, yeah. then that's fine. That's the, we've asked and it's done. Yeah. Um, I'd really hope you to say yes, because it'd be lovely to hear again. Yeah. You know, have our input on some of the topics. But please understand that she is a busy woman. She has her own life. She's not as like set in stone as me and Dolph are with things. I mean, I'm a single fucking dad who has evenings to myself, so I can do this all all bloody week, pretty much. Mm. Uh, and Dolph has like set shifts where he can have time to do this. Well, it's another. This I'm working two jobs. I've asked for every other Thursday to be my night off, so I can more or less get on Thursdays. Or yeah. if Thursdays do change, I still have Wednesday available because I'm only on till. Six on a Wednesday at my other job. Yeah. Whereas with Lala, last time I talked to her, she was dating. She was Ooh. fully in school, working her ass off uh, as a history teacher. So I'm I'm not gonna push any like you need to come on the podcast or anything like that. Yeah, nothing forceful. Just you can make it awesome if you know we understand. Yeah. And I have to be more. Remind. I need to remind myself more. I need to write things down. I need to make notes. Procrastination for the win. <laughs> because it, that was the problem. I, I completely fucked up. Like today, like I said, I didn't even realize it was podcast day today. That's how fucked up my. Mm. I remember up compiling the list about what five five thirty when I was still babysitting my nephew. Was was like, we we oh, podcast shit, at eight. I'm... So yeah, I was like, oh shit, I need to, I need to sort out the list. Got home by what? Seven ish. Yeah. Stop my dinner in the mic. Stop my dinner in the mic. <laughs> Four minutes meat, spitting meatballs. Chowed through that while I was doing the um, up topics. But yeah. But yeah. And I saved myself a plate because I didn't fucking use one. Yes, I used the uh, microphone <laughs> tray. Nice. Yeah. All I used was a fork, so wash that was really easy tonight. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so those are like the little bits and bobs we need to get out to you guys. Uh, the cards are laid out on the table. We are going to approach other people as well. I'm still trying to get hold of T. Uh, T is for mugs, if you don't remember. Uh, he was really fun to get on the podcast. Uh, I don't think Dave's averse to coming back on as well. He he wants to come on occasionally. Skit, if he's available. Like I said, people have got lives. People have got time zone differences. People have got things that they need to do that are more Should important. We- Think we get Fox on at some point? Maybe. I, I want to get Fox on. I think it would be fun to get Fox on. See how he gets. What about, what about TK as well? Uh, we could do. We could try TK and see. But um, I'm just looking through the. I'm just looking through the um. Through Discord list. <laughs> looking through the Discord <laughs> list. See who actually actually is on the Discord. We need more like female input and stuff as well. I think. Yeah. Um. I know we just started playing Minecraft with Sparky Kenzie's misses. Yeah. Depending on how things progress with her and how we get on with her. Maybe she might turn up for one. We might get Kenzie as well. She's not yeah, I was going to say um, <laughs> I'm an attack wink. Yeah, but you know. 
But... How long did he in the shower? So fucking long, it's unreal. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, got, it's, it's the fact that I'm joking with his missus about it. <laughs> so. Bad. Right, okay, we're going to kill, kill it now. Cause, uh, okay, yeah, because we've been ranting again for another 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. See, this is the problem. We haven't got Lala here to tell us to shut the fuck up. So, um, two weeks from today, next podcast will be recorded. Uh, and hopefully <laughs> put out. That's going to be the 30th of May, wasn't it? The next one. Uh, yeah, yeah, 14 days. Yeah, 16 today. Um, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this one. I hope that um, got questions and stuff for us. And I hope you continue to support the podcast by using your ears and listening to us ramble. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. We're, right. We, we out. Thanks. We're signing off. Bye.